have an announcement to make. Uh, okay, this sounds more hilarious than it should be. Uh, but um, yeah, but really have an announcement. And so I'm doing something crazy, and um, I already mentioned it in the first episode of this podcast, so, where I was explaining um, the, the initial feature set I had in mind for, for data tasks. And at that point, the, the data task itself looked a little bit different than it. right now. I would even say a lot different uh, how it is right now and how, how I plan it for now. Uh, so to, to be short, so the, the state now totally makes more sense uh, on different kind of uh, aspects. And but like the initial plan for data tasks was like to also have um, a documentation feature because like the, the initial plan for data tasks was more like to build a data quality tool, but it's a quality service for um, the hosted analytics solutions, so like Google Analytics and so um, and it still covers parts of it. So of course, like um, so, right now uh, I explain data tasks as a no-code data monitoring platform, and which it is. And um, of course, uh, you can uh, add all the different kind of quality checks and to uh, monitor um, your analytics solutions. But you can do other stuff as well, and we will talk about this in the future. But not today. So today uh, we talk about uh, a new product um, I just announced, I think two weeks ago. Yeah, roughly. Um, and so this is basically like the documentation feature that I had initially in, in data tools. And I already was uh, thinking about to spin it off uh, into uh, a separate product. Um, and the thought grew and grew and grew and it really makes sense to me. Uh, so maybe, I don't know. So in the first place, um, like the, the, the second product is called Mind the Docs. And um, it's basically um, a, a documentation platform for analytics and data setups. In the first instance, definitely only analytics setups. So this is like the major focus to enable you to, to create a documentation for your analytics tracking setup. And to get out of the situation, to always try to figure out what this one event that you're just looking at where it's really triggered and um, how does the payload look like and so on so like the stuff that I can tell you drives me crazy from, from time to time because like I have projects where for example sometimes I not regularly work on so I don't know four or five times a year uh, because it's like it's a, it's a client relationship where they only need some input from time to time and every time I start to work with the setup again, I always have to check directly in the browser the tracking implementation uh, where the different kind of events are triggered. And I'm, I was so stupid to do it basically four or five times already uh, to look it up, to not come to the idea, maybe write it down somewhere. And um, I always had the, like, the thought, like, oh, well, documentation would be great, huh? Um, yeah, but I never did it. This is basically like uh, the core of documentation. It's like, well, documentation is great. It's the greatest thing on earth. So if, if you have um, uh, uh, documentation up to date, uh, explaining the important stuff that you need to know, it's easy to read. Uh, so it has a very good structure and so on. Awesome. Uh, nothing better on, on the planet. 
but to create and maintain this documentation, and this is, I guess, this is like the, the reason why usually all documentation uh, setups fail. And uh, yeah, even like when 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 they have a good start, uh, even then uh, it can happen that after some time, so they they get outdated, and so then uh, yeah, I don't know, so no one is really responsible and. It's a shame, and because good documentation can help so much. At least I see it in a lot of like in all the projects I do, where, where I assist companies with their tracking setups. So I always have to do uh, an initial uh, research, or like I now usually do when I, when I start a new project. I do basically a documentation on my own, just just to get a picture how at least the core events are working. So Okay, this is fired on this page when I click this, and then this, this fired, and so on. So to get an idea, and, um, and so these were the parts that were that were kind of now starting to fit together in the, in the last weeks. And so because I, for example, started to um, document more setups, and so I was offering this to, to, to clients, and um, and I also did a thing that, for example, changed the way how I. Uh, how I work with tracking plans with, with clients. So clients come to me and say, hey, yeah, we, we have a tracking, but we want to have it aligned and we want to have it normalized. And so can you please do a tracking plan with us? And so come up with a new tracking. And so the initial um, way I did this, and I know most of the people do, is like a spreadsheet. And so you have a spreadsheet with all the tracking events and you basically write, okay, on this page you have these events and so give all the context, which is good. So it's, it's a really, really good um, foundational document uh, that you can then share with the developers and so on. But you often have a lot of back and forth with the people. So because in the end, every developer will ask you, well, yeah, you describe where this event should be fired, but I'm not 100% sure that it should be fired. And so um, what I started was like, uh, I think three or four weeks ago when I did it, um, a new tracking plan. So I did it initially in a spreadsheet and then I decided uh, let's do a visual version too. So just just because I was thinking about this documentation uh, product I thought okay why not why just just try out uh, how how it works so because this was kind of documentation that I was envisioning so definitely something more visual than just text and stuff. And so I used uh, Miro, uh, so like this uh, huge, infinite uh, whiteboard um, to create uh, a tracking plan, or basically tracking documentation visually. So I made screenshots uh, from all the different pages of the website and the application where I was uh, creating the tracking plan. And then um, I just marked all the different points where um, tracking should happen, so on which kind of button or like selects. Uh, or checkboxes and so on, and I just uh, described in place uh, how the event is called or what kind of properties should be tracked. And the response was so good, really. So, uh, like, the developers was really happy. So, um, they had the spreadsheet initially because uh, I, I lagged a little bit behind with the visual thing. And once they got the visual thing, they stopped asking me. And they were so happy with it, and uh, it was such a cool thing to see how this works. This was one thing and another thing was like I had a, uh, uh, a client who, um, who was struggling with, this, with the same problems that I have. Like um, they, they had 
people switching teams and so they had a lot of movement in, in their teams and always they have to explain them well yeah this trekking event happens here and so on so um, and I, I proposed to them well let me let me just just create for you um, let's say a small documentation at least of your core uh, funnel events and I did it in the same way so I did it like in Again, a mirror uh, showing like all the different tracking events, the different kind of context that is important for that. And the cool thing is, like, um, I was in touch uh, with, uh, with with one of the new persons who came into the team, who really didn't have any kind of idea of the setup. And so I showed them my documentation. Said, yeah, okay, maybe have a look and see how you can work with that. And so then I left them alone basically for three, four weeks because. Um, they had different projects and so um, uh, we didn't really have touch points and then now I think after four weeks uh, we had a session again and I could see they already built a lot of uh, reports and, and, and funnels and dashboards with based on the documentation and that was really cool to see um, and, and they told me like yeah it was totally easy for us because uh, didn't so I knew exactly okay which kind of events I want to combine and so uh, it was I don't know, it was within a day I, I was basically onboarded on the setup and I can uh, create analysis. And so this was really great. And this is the stuff that goes into, into Mind the Docs. Um, like the, uh, the possibility to, to have uh, a documentation that on the one hand for each event shows you on really visually where this event happens, if this possible. Sometimes there are events which basically just happen. I don't know. The, the server also. It's hard to show this visually. Maybe I find some ways how to show it in a nice way. Um, right now, yeah, just like the, the the events that happening in the app or like in, in front ends, they they have a visual representation uh, within Mind the Docs. And then you have the possibility to add a lot more context stuff. So. Um, there's context that got pulled automatically, so like, uh, okay, what are the properties for these events? So if you are in Google Analytics, so what are the labels for these events? So how many variations do you have there? And then, um, I don't know, since when this this event uh, active? And what you can also do is like, you can have a block where you can answer questions. So for example, I don't know if other people in your company that work with this documentation, so they can ask a question to a specific event. And then you can write the answer uh, within, and then you basically can create a little FAQ block there that answers the, 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 yeah, the frequently asked questions. And you can also like, there will also be links to, to reports. So there also, like if you, if you have uh, Google Analytics uh, event, for example, there's automatically a link that opens up Google Analytics in the event report filtered for this kind of event so that you can see the data. Um, but you can also like uh, add your, for example, Data Studio or Power BI reports that you have created that basically are using this event so that you can reference where people can find more context to, to really analyze this kind of events. Um, you can add video if you want. Um, it can show a context from, for example, Google Tag Manager. Uh, if you have a Google Tag Manager implementation with data layer, for example, so it can show how the data layer looks like for this event and also like how, uh, what kind of um, trigger is uh, used in, in Google Tag Manager to, uh, to react to this event or like then to fire the tag and then the tag that is basically uh, firing or like triggering, not triggering, uh, tracking this event then to yeah to, to Google Analytics or to Amplitude Project wherever. So these are the different kind of modules that you can use. You don't have to, so you can do, hold it small or maybe to 
plus the extent of core events like that. And so it, it's pretty flexible in that way. And uh, I, I try to, to, to add as much uh, automatic stuff as possible. So definitely the idea, it's, of course it's not developed yet. So I don't know if it, if it works out like that, but for example, it's like um, if you, if you uh, create your first documentation, you basically connect, for example, you put an analytics account and then um, it, it loads all the uh, event category, event action combinations into, into a backlog. So it does not really immediately create documentation. Uh, so this is something um, that, that uh, you can decide because maybe I changed it, but the first implementation is like that. So you get a backlog, so it's not immediately in the documentation that you can decide which kind of events should go into the documentation. So you can build it up over time, and so you can make sure that it's not skeleton of, of data because you load everything in there, and I don't know, 40% are events that you don't use anymore. And so uh, just to make sure it's, it's, it's really recent and it's really the good quality, so you can decide what, what should go into it. And then the ones that go into it, uh, there will be some automatic fetching. So as I already said, so fetch automatic uh, context data from Google Analytics or like the other analytics tools. And what we also would try to do, at least like if it's if it's for the for a, a website, um, that we then uh, automatically um, create screenshots. And um, so this only works on on a website that we, that like the can access uh, there it's, it's really good so if you for example have a part where people have to log in yeah so there you you have to make your screenshots yourself um, but it's definitely something that I might uh, spend some time on to make this as easy as possible uh, to add screenshots um, and, uh, to, to really like mark okay here where you click on this button this happens and so on. Um, yeah, so this is this is the idea with with my two docs, and um, so I announced it I think two or three weeks ago. I think first on LinkedIn, and then afterwards on Twitter as well. And so since my Twitter following is yeah not so good, um, difficult topic, but uh, nothing for today. Um, so main attention got it on LinkedIn. So um, I I combined it with a series I did on, in the week where I was talking a little bit about uh, documentation, so what, what makes a good documentation, what are the usual problems with documentation, so the last part of it was like the, the announcement to, okay, well, here, uh, here is uh, a service I'm building on and it's basically a documentation thing and I'm quite happy, so uh, I think in the end I got around 20 trials, but not so they all look really good so um, it's uh, yeah of course it's 200 um, like I don't know potential leads and so on but I wasn't expecting it so um, my the audience I, I have on LinkedIn is okay but it's not really huge and so the, the rate is totally fine for me and I, I like that I already got this kind of response uh, also like the the kind of feedback I already got so I asked the, the people what kind of feature is important for them and uh, so like I would say most of them said okay automatic uh, documentation generation so not a huge surprise but there were at least some who said uh, they want to document for example user flows and this is so this is a feature I haven't mentioned yet but this is definitely a feature that will be available in my docs as well so like that you uh, can take different kind of events that you can then um, document a user flow. So like a sequence of different kind of events that happened after each other. So that 
for example, that you can easily show, okay, our core funnels are built by these kind of events, although that people can see, okay, where do these events happen. Because this is basically how I do a lot of documentation, so I always, um, like, don't just do a random set of, of screenshots, so I always order them uh, in, in clusters that are based on the on the user flows that these kind of apps have. And this is, at least for me, it's, it's really intuitive to use, and so I like it, and so this will be uh, a feature of, of MindTheDocs as well, to use it like that. And yeah, so the but maybe as a final note, so the interesting part, so I, I built the version one, and so uh, currently the timeline is a little bit like, try to get a first version until August, uh, but let's see how this works out. So it's like building stuff on your own. It might take a little bit longer. The good thing is like it shares a lot of stuff with data tasks. Uh, so like uh, all account creation, hooking up to GA, getting all the data out of GA. So this is already stuff that already is built uh, for, for data tasks already. So uh, I can just uh, I can just use this uh, for my docs as well. And we can have a shared code base at least for these kind of features. And um, so, yeah, so let's see. So planning sometimes in, in August for the first version. And uh, I think the interesting part will be then, like after the first version, to really then think about, okay, how can you get this documentation in the places where the people are? I think this is like the, the thing I'm really looking for to work on because I've already stopped some kind of idea. So for example, like um, automatically generating a confluence documentation based on that and updating it over time. So because confluence has an API and so we can just spill out the different kind of pages into confluence and keep them updated. And, uh, the same thing you can do with Notion, for example, as well. This is one thing, and then the other thing is definitely something like Slack uh, implementation, so that you just have a channel and you can just say, hey, tell me something about event X, Y, that. And then you just get a, a gist uh, into Slack, and then um, so most times it should be enough, so you see a screenshot and maybe a little bit of description. Uh, but if you need more, so then you can click and then you can see the full, full details on that. So. For me, like the important thing is like the documentation has to land there where the people are basically looking for answers, and so this can be several places. So yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, so this is product number two I'm announcing. I have a third one in the pipeline. It takes a little bit until we announce. Everyone who has had been listening to episode one might already know what it is because I was talking there about spinning it out uh, as well. But uh, everyone else maybe can listen to episode one again to get an idea. But um, yeah, that's about the news. And uh, so see you for the next update.